Welcome to the greatest day of the year. Okay, maybe some holidays or birthdays may take precedence in some people's world, but not in ours. It's opening day in the NFL and episode number one of Betting with the Barbers, powered by Superbook.com and the Superbook app. I'm your host, Ron Kruk, and joining me, of course, are the stars of the show, the New York Giants all-time rushing and reception leader, three-time Pro Bowler, Tiki Barber, and Super Bowl 37 champion, five-time Pro Bowler with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Rondé Barber. Guys, what is up? All is good, Ron. How you doing, man? I'm glad to be here with my... Um... How do I put this? More accomplished, yes, po less popular twin brother? I think that works. Much, much more accomplished, much <laughs> less popular, but definitely the better looking of the two. Dude, we're twins, bro. We're exactly the same. How can you even say that? I'm clean shaven, you're bearded. I think it's just a preference. I think the beard makes me look stately and more sophisticated. I'm just or saying. Old. And or we come out firing <laughs> just like that. I'm expecting more banter uh, from you two like that. It's, it's kind of like me and my younger brother. We do the same thing. <laughs> I love it, guys. But, hey, thrilled to be here with both of you. Of course, the show is called Betting with the Barbers, and we're going to break down some key games in the NFL and maybe even a college football game. But first, you know, guys, let's talk about this special day when really all eyes are on the NFL I mean, Rondé, 16 years in Tampa and Tiki, 10 in New York. So you both experienced so many opening days. Talk about what opening day meant to you and if you have a special memory or two. Yeah, opening day was always amazing because every team has a chance on opening day. Even if you're projected to be bad, you still have a chance. And I'll never forget my very first opening day, which was in Giants Stadium. I was a rookie starting, and it was rare back then for rookies with the New York Giants to start. And we played what would become my biggest rival, Philadelphia Eagles. And mm. I can remember it like it was yesterday. We walk out, there's 75, 76,000 people screaming. They're introducing everybody. Uh, uh, and and every in, in the the elation you could feel it uh, in the air. And I actually had a pretty good day. Uh, rushed for about eighty something yards. He caught a big a big uh, pass down the left sideline, and we ended up beating the Eagles. Um, and it set me on a path for a career that had some up and downs. But opening day is when all the energy feels right for every single team and every single fan base. Doesn't always stay that way, but at least it starts that way. Right, like in the immortal words of Dumb and Dumber, you're saying there's a chance. That's and the exactly Bengals right. and, and the Texans have a chance. Rondé, what about you? I can't believe Tiki came right out and went at the Eagles. That's awesome. That's uh, you're just laying the bar. <laughs> you're setting the bar for the guys, man. For, for the for the guys that want to hate us, I'll go ahead and give give you an opening day Eagles story as well. You remember 2002? We closed down the vet. Uh, the year we won the Super Bowl. Well, our opening day as a reward for winning the Super Bowl in 2003, we go on the road for opening day to Philadelphia to open up wow. the, their new stadium, the Lincoln Financial. And, you know, we, we beat them again. Um, so we closed down <laughs> the vet, <laughs> opened up the lake with, with victories. And, and to Tiki's point, at that point, at, at, at that juncture, right, we had just won the Super Bowl. We go to the, uh, our heated rival because they had beaten us three times in the playoffs before us beating them the year before. We couldn't beat them, and then we beat them twice in a row. We thought we were going undefeated. So you talk about expectations at the beginning of the season. You're never high, you're never too low. 
well, we thought we were going to win all 16 games. And as it turned out, we missed the playoffs. And, you know, <laughs> we, were, we were one of those teams that didn't repeat as a Super Bowl champion. Uh, but, yes, yeah, uh, opening day is by far, Ron, the best day uh, in, in sports to me because we anticipate the NFL for so long. For us, for us that played in it, you know, you spend a whole offseason and you go to the preseason and it's only gearing up for this first game. You, know, you want to get off to a hot start and win this first game. Right. So we're finally here. Well, the wait is over, guys. That's for sure. And the action begins tonight. You know, really full disclosure to betters. It's week number one in the NFL. And I always feel like you should expect the unexpected. There always seems to be a major upset. Upset, But we look at the spreads this week, guys, coming in. There are no double-digit spreads. But tonight, the Dallas Cowboys are more than a touchdown underdog to the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here are the latest odds coming in from Superbook.com. Download the Superbook app today for the latest lines and special betting promotions. Fellas, the Buccaneers are eight and a half point favorites. The point total is set at 52 and 82% of the money on this game is coming in on the Bucs. You know, I think after 16 years in Tampa Bay, uh, you earned the right to go first, Rondé. Yeah. Give us your thoughts on this matchup. Well, I think the, the line is so high, and it is the, the highest line of the, of the weekend right now at eight and a half. It's because there's so much uncertainty in Dallas. You know, I, I take this with a, with a grain of caution. Eight and a half seems a lot for opening day game because of the uncertainty that we've already kind of talked about. I look at the, at the Dallas Cowboys from last year. Before that got hurt, they were on pace to be one of the hottest teams or most successful teams offensively in the history of the NFL. They were by far uh, the, the highest scoring, and Dak was leading the league in passing yardage. So you look at C.D. Lamb, you got uh, Cooper, you got Gallup at wide receivers. They're a dangerous football team. To say they're not is, is, is a little you know, beside the point. They got better on defense. They got rid of Mike, Mike Nolan and brought in Dan Quinn. So the defense should be better. Now, that being said, their reward for all their uncertainty is to play the, the defending champions at home in Raymond James Stadium. Uh, first time it's going to be completely full since uh, maybe back when I was playing, to be honest with you. Uh, so I, I, is the line right? The line's probably right. Because this, this Tampa Bay team, if you watched any of their preseason, Tom Brady does not look like he's 44 years old. And the number of weapons that he has on offense is absolutely insane. Uh, there was two drives that, that that I saw when I was covering the games where he hit five different receivers and scored touchdowns on seven plays. It was unbelievable Crazy. how efficient that team is. Then you add to what, what they do on defense. So even with the, that talent that Dallas supposedly has on their side of the ball on offense, they got to go against one of the hottest defense in the league at the end of last year. And it looks to me like they're even better this year. Tiki, and what I, are your thoughts? I got to tell you, very rarely, and it's unprecedented, I believe, uh, for a team to return 22 of all 22 of their starters from a Super Bowl caliber team. What happens at most of these teams, these players, they want to go get paid somewhere. They want to go be the man somewhere and they and they bounce. Uh, but Jason Light and in that front office, uh, Green, uh, Greenberg got, or, uh, got got everybody back, which was amazing. Um, here's why that line is right and probably small. 
the Dallas Cowboys, to what Rondé said, were a great offensive team last year. They were an even worse defensive team last year. The scheme was bad. The players weren't motivated. And if they didn't outscore you, there was no way that they were they were winning. Uh, on the other side, I think Tampa is ready and primed for an explosion. Uh, when we talked to Bruce Arians a little bit earlier this week on my radio show, uh, one of the things he said was, early in the year, Tom didn't even know the playbook. And they were going and they were winning football games. So given a year of experience, a Super Bowl championship under their belt, I think I think lay, uh, getting eight or laying eight uh, is an amazing line for Tampa Bay fans to take and be confident with taking. Eight and a half is what it's at right now, guys. Dallas will be without their all pro guard, Zach Martin. Uh, but as as Tiki said, the Bucks returned 22 starters from their championship team. And, and some guy named Tom Brady leading the charge <laughs> uh, should be a, a great matchup to kick off the NFL season. Let's keep things rolling and uh Talk about the Denver Broncos and the New York Giants. Uh, guys, this game opened uh, early in the season at minus one, and that was before Teddy Bridgewater beat out Drew Locke for the starting quarterback for the Broncos. I think that and the fact that the Giants are, are dealing with some injuries uh, coming into this game has made the Broncos a three-point road favorite. This is a guy in Colorado a little scary for a team that went five and 11 to open up as three point favorites. The point total is set at 42. And right now, according to superbook.com, 85% of the money is coming in on the Broncos. Tiki, let's get your take since you spent so much time with those New York football giants. Yeah, well, you know, I'm biased, Ron. You know, one of those things that I, I can't help but fade the public on that one. I mean, I, I like New York in this in this 2021 season, in part because they've started to put some talent around Daniel Jones. The thing that scares me is their offensive tackles have been, um, let's say, less than stellar. Andrew Thomas, who was a first-round draft pick a, a year ago, uh, he struggled in their only preseason start. Now, granted, he was sick going into that game. He played anyways because he wanted to get some experience. Matt Pert on the other side didn't fare uh, well either. Uh, but again, it was their first experience uh, of this season. I believe that they'll rise to the occasion, especially with uh, the talent that's around them offensively. Defensively, Patrick Graham, the defensive coordinator, has been very aggressive and getting after it. I like them covering this. Uh, you, the Giants plus three is an easy bet for me. One, because I'm a homer, uh, but two, because because I think traveling across the country with a new quarterback uh, in Teddy Bridgewater, who was in a tight battle with Drew Locke in the offseason, is a tough proposition against a Giants team that's feeling good about themselves, even if the expectation isn't so high. Well, well shocking that Tiki Barber went with the New York Giants. Breaking news on this one. Rondé, <laughs> your take on the Giants and the Broncos. Well, well, this uh, betting with the Barbers didn't take long for us to disagree because I, I did not see it. Here we you go. Know, if there's one game that um, I'm not excited for, it's this one. Both teams are four years in a row, I believe, of losing records. They, they, they can't get out. They can't seem to get out of their own way. Changing coaches in, in three, the three-year span for the Giants, you know, is Denver as good as a th three points on the road? I don't know. I mean, that's that's 
to me, that's kind of an insult to your Giants, Steve. Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. Now, I wasn't excited about anything the Giants did in the offseason. Kenny Galladay, a wide receiver, is he going to help Daniel Jones? You hope so. You know, they drafted Kadarius Toney to play wide receiver. But to me, if Saquon Barkley isn't healthy and 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 is, isn't contributing like he did his rookie year, then Daniel Jones is going to struggle again. So that's 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 where you start this conversation. Now, Denver, look, Teddy Bridgewater is never going to blow up the page statistically, but he is efficient. He's not going to turn the ball over. He had his coming off his best year where he stayed healthy in Carolina. He threw for 3,700 yards plus yards, and he was really mistake-free. Where 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 I think they're going to be better on on, on the team is on is on the defensive side of the ball. Von Miller's there. They drafted in the secondary. I I don't think Denver will have a problem with New York this week, and I think that line is right. All right. So the the Barber brothers disagree on Denver and New York. Listen, I like this line a lot better when it was Denver minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. I think this could be a real defensive battle key being the Denver's front against the uh, Giants offensive line. Broncos will need to pressure Daniel Jones and and get him out of a rhythm. Bridgewater will have to be exactly what you guys said, consistent, get off to a quick start. Uh, You know, Bradley Chubb, not 100% dealing with an ankle injury, but I believe he will play. Uh, shocking the guy in Colorado is going to go with the Denver Broncos. <laughs> what was that under again, Ron? <laughs> the under is a set at 42 points. That's sounds, nice. like two, sounds like two homers talking right now. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, this, this is getting bad. Maybe we should move on, guys, and we'll, we'll take a look at the other New York team, uh, the New York Jets taking on the Carolina Panthers. Now, TK, I know you're working that game, so uh, Ronde will – only give us his pick on this one. Uh, but we do want to get your thoughts on the matchup. Yeah. Uh, Panthers began an opening line uh, from Superbook.com. The Panthers were uh, five-point favorites just this morning. Money coming in on the New York Jets. That line has moved down to minus four. So uh, we get some Sam Darnold drama. Week yeah. number one yeah. is the Panthers quarterback faces his former team in the Jets. Uh, against New York's rookie quarterback, Zach Wilson, who gets the start for the uh, the Jets. Tiki, uh, I, as I said, you're working the game. Yeah. Just give us your thoughts coming into this matchup. Yeah, I'll analyze it. you got to love the sense of humor of the NFL schedulers putting this one on purpose, clearly, uh, as a revenge game, as they're trying to call it for Sam Darnold. But, you know, this really, I think, is going to be about the coordinators of each respective team. Joe Brady, who won a national championship with LSU, he's all about having fun. When you do the research, he's everybody's going to eat. There's a reason that he they drafted Terrace Marshall. Uh, his his uh, one of his wide receivers when when he was at uh, uh, at LSU uh, you, you you pair him with Robbie Anderson uh, and, and and DJ Moore there's some talent there for Sam Donald to get the ball to and of course Christian McCaffrey if he's healthy is one of the most dynamic if not the most dynamic running back coming out of the backfield and all of the National Football League their defense though is where they can get elite they have some 
great secondary players, including Jeremy Chin, who moved uh, back to safety, and uh, J.C. Horn, who is Joe Horn's son, but he's much bigger than him. He's aggressive uh, from South Carolina. They've started to build a very good defensive squad, and if offensively they can have fun like Joe Brady did when he was in LSU, they're going to be potent. On the Jets side, it's all about the rookie. Uh, how comfortable can you make Zach Wilson feel? Um, the talent's not necessarily there. On the defensive side of the ball, they are going to struggle, uh, I believe, early on. But Zach is confident, and he plays with a moxie about him. Uh, they bring in Corey Davis from Tennessee. They started to, to bond and, and build this great relationship. I like where the Jets are going. I just don't know if they're going there anytime soon. Great insight, Tiki and Rondé, as we come over to you, just updating once again, the Panthers opened up as five-point favorites. Money coming in on the Jets, they're down to a minus four, and the point total is set at 44. Give us your take on the matchup. Well, you you, you feel like, Ron, you feel like this line is moving because because people watch the Jets play in the preseason, and they look better than, than anticipated. They look better than they did last year in the preseason, probably much better than they looked at any point with, with, with Sam Darnold as our quarterback. Back. Zach Wilson, I think, is is special. He has a chance to be special. Does he have enough weapons around him right now? Pro probably not. But I think people are getting excited about what this Jets team could be. Robert Sala is a fantastic coach. Yeah. Can That's usually a crash shoot. You never know if they got the right personnel, the right coaching staff, most importantly, make this team turn the corner but it feels like the, it feels like they do and i think there's a sense after this after the preseason the jets may be a little bit better than they were but i'm looking at the line at four and take carolina they they are so much better than the jets are to, to me carolina is one of those teams that could that could sneak up on people maybe scare the nfc south this year because look were they were they bad last year yes they were bad first time nfl head coach and matt rule Tiki already talked about their coordinator, but they did get better on both sides of the football. And I, to me, I love, you said Robbie Anderson, I love DJ Moore. The guy led the league in yards per reception last year. He is a stud. And with a quarterback that will actually push the ball down the field, which is one of Sam Darnold's strengths, he is going to be explosive. So Carolina, it doesn't matter where they're playing this team. It does not matter where they're playing the Jets. I think they are by far the better option in this game. Yeah, never easy for a rookie quarterback to open up on the road. And a few stats coming in from Superbook.com. The Jets covered just six spreads in 2020 and are 3-13 and 13 on the road the past two years. Not stats you want to hear if you're a Jets fan. Also, the uh, Superbook just updated Zach Wilson, though. Five to one odds, guys, to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's only behind... Trevor Lawrence, who comes in at three to one. So right. that's the matchup in Carolina. Now it's time, guys, to pick your games of the week. Uh, I When I saw this on paper, I was like, where's Tiki going with this? But uh, I love it. Tiki, you set it up. Give us uh, your game of the week. Yeah, I love this game because it's an in-state rivalry. Iowa, they're not 
conference rivals, but in-state, Iowa versus Iowa State. And Iowa State right now is laying four points at home in Jack Trice Stadium, which, by the way, is the only stadium in all of D1 named after an African-American. Jack Trice died playing a game against the University of Minnesota in 1923, and it took until 1997 uh, for them to rename the stadium for Jack Trice. So I love that. Uh, but first of all, Iowa State is a very good team. Their head coach, Matt Campbell, got a lot of, of, of NFL um, uh, eyes and, and interest last season. He decided to stay uh, in Iowa State, and here's what, and here's what we, he started to do. He has a quarterback in Brock Purdy who is very efficient. He's not a superstar per se, but he's very efficient, doesn't make a ton of mistakes. They have a running back in Brees Hall who rushed for over 1,500 yards and 21 touchdowns last year. The kid can ball uh, out of the Big 12. As we all know, the Big 12, along with the ACC and the SEC, started their seasons regularly and played a full year. Um, Iowa is good. We like what Kurt Ferenz has done, but they had some issues this past offseason. I know they had a huge win against Indiana um, in week one. Indiana was obviously the favorite. Uh, Indiana with um, uh, with with Michael Penix Jr. Uh, got shut down. Michael Penix had a great season last year, but he got shut down against this Iowa defense. I like where Iowa is, is right now, but Iowa State, despite struggling against Northern Iowa in week one, has all of the talent that you would want. Call it early game jitters. With them laying four at home, uh, an in-state rival, I like them heavily. Mm, something called the Iowa Corn Cyhawk Trophy is <laughs> on the line in Ames, Iowa. And, of course, Tiki Barber brought it up. I love it. There's so many stats with this game, Tiki, too. Uh, in, this is the first time in the 67-game history of this series both teams are ranked. That's right. As, you know, the Hawkeyes are number 10, jumping up from number 18 after that win, as you mentioned, over Indiana. And the Cyclones actually fell a couple spots. Uh, they're now a number nine after barely escaping that uh, Northern Iowa team. Again, the numbers coming in from Superbooks.com, uh, Iowa State is a four-point favorite, and the point total is set at 46. Uh, yesterday, Superbook.com had a 10,000 wager uh, on uh, on the Browns to miss the playoffs that could mm. win 24 grand. And there's the setup. I hope I didn't steal your thunder there. <laughs> no. Give us your game of the week. You're going back to the NFL. I'm going back to the NFL. I'm going back to the AFC because, look, two years ago, the Cleveland Browns were by far. I mean, by far the most tight team in the NFL. And then they completely crashed and burned and came and came, came, came back to earth uh, in, in a terrible fashion. Stefanski comes in as head coach last year, and look, this team made the playoffs. They were 11-5, and five, and they lost in the divisional round to the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Now, I go back and watch that game, and I'm like, that team wasn't ready. But if you're the Cleveland Browns, and, and I'm, I'm taking this from a Cleveland Browns perspective because I think six points is a lot to cover for the Cleveland Browns, even though they're playing there at head this game. I like the Cleveland Browns because I think this is the year where Baker Mayfield says, you know what, I am going to prove that I am one of the, the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. He's got Odell Beckham Jr. back. He's got Jarvis Landry. He's got a defense that drastically improved itself from a year ago. They completely redid their secondary. They got two guys from the Rams, John Johnson, and Troy Hill, who can definitely contribute. And then they drafted a guy in the first round out of Northwestern, uh, Greg Newsom, to play opposite uh, corner uh, to, to um, 
I'm losing his name right now. Um, Denzel Ward. 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 They, they can deal with the explosiveness of the Kansas City offense. You've got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, right? Outside of that, Nicole Hardman, uh, a bunch of young guys that really haven't proven themselves. To me, this is the year that the Browns, if they're going to do it, they have to do it by beating the team in the AFC that continues to derail them. And they get that team week one. And and look, we, we talked about this at the beginning of the show. What is the best thing about the first week of the season? You've had the <laughs> entire – You've had yeah. the whole preseason to prepare to win one game. Right. It's not like the rest of the season where you're, you know, you're reviewing the game before you only got seven right. days, five days, really, to get yourself ready. You've had an entire offseason in the last time. And the only reason I, I chose this game, because the last time we saw the Kansas City Chiefs, they were getting their butts throttled by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was at that Super Bowl and I said, this team has no chance to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you knew it in the first quarter. Now, are they better? I don't know. They got an entire new offensive line. This game to me is the most interesting one of the week because we're going to find out who Kansas City is. And we're going to find out who the Browns are. I just think six points. I don't know. I think the Browns wow. are a little bit more hungry. Grande, it sounds like you're not only taking the Browns plus six, but you might be going money line with the Browns, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> Seriously. Who knows? I mean, he's definitely on the Cleveland Brown uh, hype train. There's no doubt about it. I mean, maybe this is a preview of this year's AFC Championship game. Could be. I love this matchup, though, Rondé. I'm with you. Browns revamped the offense. Chiefs also strong on the offensive line. Uh, could be could be very interesting to see if the Chiefs still have that Super Bowl hangover or if they're able to erase the memory of, uh, you know, that game. I agree with you. I think the Browns keep it close in this one. Maybe the old backdoor cover coming in. I'm go, not Ron. sure, but I, I think it's going to be a close game. Here are some more stats and odds coming in from Superbook.com. Baker Mayfield, 25-1 to 1 to win the NFL MVP. Let me throw it out to you guys quickly. What do you think Patrick Mahomes is to win the NFL MVP? Well, I mean, I'm a regular on Superbook, so I know what it is. Five to one for Patrick Mahomes. And so, I mean, Pat Mahomes, by the way, in my season preview on my radio show, guess who I have winning the MVP? Patty Mahomes. You know, you know, you know what else we have with Pat Mahomes? He is our supporter on Tiki and I's fantasy team. Oh, That's right. There we go. Now I get it. We it's paid a lot for him in that auction draft. We paid it, we got an auction draft. We overspent, but it was worth it. It was worth it. I love the fact that you two are doing a fantasy team together. That's what brothers should do. That's right. Oh, Otherwise, God. we lose. If we lose yeah. a part, we win together. Twinning, as they call it. Twinning. Yes. Twinning. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's going to do it. We're going to wrap up episode number one of Betting with the Barbers. Guys, quickly, any final thoughts as we kick off the NFL season tonight? Yeah, well, I'm excited for everyone to join us on a weekly basis to talk uh, with about Superbook, some of these odds. But also, at the end of the year, Rondé and I are going to get together. We're going to hang out for a Super Bowl. We haven't done that since Rondé was in the Super Bowl back in 2003 wow. when they throttled the Oakland Raiders. But we're going to go to Vegas uh, with someone who gives us Twitter questions. Sends us, send us Twitter questions right here at Superbook and win a chance 
uh, to go to the Super Bowl, watch the Super Bowl with us in Las Vegas. So I'm excited about that. Obviously, tonight is the opening day. We get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Dallas Cowboys. I grew up, and so did Rondé, as a Redskins, now Washington football team fan. And then I played for the New York Giants. So I have double hate for the Cowboys uh, and, <laughs> and have super love for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because my brother's got a ring with them. So I'm excited for tonight, as I'm sure everybody who loves football is as well. And that that, that Twitter Tiki refu- uh, neglected to say is that at uh, Superbook Sports. So That's get right. to that. And yes, we'd love to share uh, some of this commentary. And, and and whoever gets to come join us in Vegas, watch out. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna ask for questions for next episode. That'll be fun. Right. We're gonna try to get you know maybe we'll recruit a Philadelphia fan or ex player to get on this show, <laughs> so they can so they can have their shot back at us for our opening salvos in this episode. Well, you gotta but... throw Dallas in there too. After <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, Guys, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Again, make sure to sign up at Superbook.com and download the Superbook app for the latest odds and follow Superbook on social media. It's at Superbook Sports. Starting next week, as the guys said, we will start to take your questions on Twitter and end of the season. One viewer gets to go to Vegas and hang out with the Barber Brothers. How cool is that? So make sure that you uh, keep it on betting with the Barbers and send us your questions on social media. For Rondé and Tiki Barber, I'm Ron Kruk. We'll see you again next week for betting with the Barbers.